0: Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your
1: podcasts. Jump into the epic world of Avatar The Last Airbender with Nickelodeon's
0: official companion podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements.
2: Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me,
0: Dante Bosco. Listen to Avatar, Braving the Elements on Apple Podcasts
2: or wherever you get your
1: podcasts.
3: You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: We're cranking. Welcome to the U Up Podcast. Uh, it's Nikki Glazer, your host, your weekly host of the U Up Podcast. I thought I was going to do this podcast alone this week because let me tell you, I'm not on the road. Andrew Collin and I usually do this podcast from the road with whoever's hosting for us. Um, and then if he's not there, I'm usually just alone. So I thought I was just going to be talking alone in my phone. Which, can I be honest with y'all, I'm not alone right now. You're going to find out who's here. Oh, my God, you guys. The guy that I am recording with, I'm just going to bring him right in because I was going to say something else. But you just, Ian Fidance is here, everyone. Let's just get into this. He just looked so cool leaning back, lighting a cigarette because he could tell that I was going to go off on a thing that he wasn't involved in. So he just was like, I'm going to put in a cigarette, look pretty cool, just hang back. He couldn't have looked cooler. I was watching him almost mesmerized and distracted by my own story because of how cool he looked. Then it fell out of his mouth, <laughs> flew down his neck, singed his neck on the way down. He immediately started flailing about, <laughs> really embracing one side of himself, <laughs> and, uh, and dropped, oh my god, and your new tattoo. That looks fake, dude. It's so good. That looks like you got it done at a, um, like, you know when kids get their faces painted? Oh, that yellow yeah. is so... Good. Um, Okay. So Ian Finance is here, everyone. Fresh knee tattoo and fresh burn on his neck. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Hi. Cigarette burns and all. Good to be here. Uh, Where are we? Uh, we We're in just idyllic Soho in New York City.
1: Don't tell them where I live. Okay, do. (laughs) Brag time. Uh, You might have heard of Soho from like the coolest songs. Oh, yeah. The best song lyrics.
4: The best songs. uh, It Takes (laughs) (laughs) Two, probably. The Parent Trap. Every shopping scene in New York City takes place in this area.
1: Oh, really? It Takes Two and The Parent Trap. Did you just reference... Both the Olsen, the Olsen twin and movie and, and Lindsay Lohan, Lindsay Lohan movie. Yes. It seems like two Olsen twin movies yes. because there are two of them, the Olsen twins, mm-hmm. but they don't make twin movies. Mm-hmm. That would be weird if twins had to then make movies, double movies that are the same plot. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, it Takes Two was great. Yes. Do, Steve Guttenberg?
1: No, no, no. He was, was he the father of Steve Gutenberg? Yes, he was.
4: Yes, he was.
1: No, no, no. I just remember, remember the, wo- the woman that played their stepmom. And maybe that was the Lindsay Lohan one, but I'm thinking it wasn't.
4: Kirstie Alley? She was in It Takes Two.
1: Kirstie Alley. She was the good mom in it. She was yes. the mom you were rooting for. Yes. But who was the stepmom? You know who's the stepmom in the Lindsay Lohan one? Yeah. Was this amazing, um, villainous, comedic actress who is also plays the um, cool girl on Su- uh, Superstar. Do you remember Superstar? Uh, oh, Mary Superstar! Mary yeah. Mary, yeah. Mary yeah. Catherine Gallagher. Um, and by the way
4: right uh, what's <laughs> my pits are ripe yeah tried to do a mary Catherine gallagher and it really came back to bite me in the ass
1: <laughs> that's the risk there Woo!
4: i took one and it did not pay off
1: <laughs> but anyway uh the girl that played like the cool girl in her school was named evian like after the water do you remember that movie
4: that movie naive is backwards one-
1: yes naive backwards that movie is one of the best comic movies ever Like, you need to see that, uh, that Superstar.
4: Oh, oh, Superstar? Dude, I love some of those SNL spinoffs, like Superstar, Night at the Roxbury. Roxbury. I never saw the Ladies' Man. So fucking funny. Yeah. Did you see, uh, The Tale of Goat Boy with Jim Brewer? No. Yeah, they didn't make it. It Okay. (laughs) People wanted a Stefan movie. Oh, that's right. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, but I mean, what would be the premise? Who
1: who knows? I mean, like, you would have thought about yeah. the Night at the Roxbury and, like, what the hell is a
4: movie uh, about yeah. those two going to be? Dude, Colin Quinn in Night at... Uh, next time I bring him on stage, that's the credit we're going to give him.
1: Dude, that's hilarious. Oh, that's
4: so funny. What did he play in that? He played uh, the assistant to... Um, the bad guy? No, the assistant to the club owner. And he was, like, totally over it the whole time. And Chaz Palminteri. And he would go, did you just touch my ass? And he goes, sir, from where I'm standing, that, that would is be a physical impossibility.
1: impossibility. <laughs> yes, yes. God, that movie's so good. Um, yes. And so is your knee tattoo. Can we Thank talk about you. your knee tattoo? Yeah. We talked I about really it on the show it. this week.
4: I have a lot of zits around it from the lotion and the shaving. Which I y'all. Shame. I thought that was part of the design. No, no, no. You didn't get acne tattooed on your leg. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, remember uh, those awkward teen years? Put it on my leg. Yeah,
1: I just want to never forget those.
4: Yeah, I'm lucky I didn't have acne when I was younger. Oh
1: my god, I have it now. I had it when I was younger. I, I dealt with it really bad in high school, and then when I got like malnourished, I wasn't like eating yeah. well enough. I would just get like open sores on my face because I was also like full of anxiety and had nowhere to put it, but also couldn't, I was starving. So my body was malnourished. I was getting sores on my face and I would pick at them because I was like anxious. So I was just always walking around with an open wound on my face. There were times that I would walk on stage. I can't even believe I'm talking about this now because I, that's that's a good sign because I feel so distanced from who that was. But I was so embarrassed that, there's times I was walking on stage, I would say five, six years in, and I would just like, you would just like feel a little thing on your face, like a scab, and you would just be like, "I can get it, and it'll be fine." You just want it to be like flush. You have open
4: sores on your face, walking on stage. I one time, Did you walk up I would say Philadelphia because you look like you had AIDS. I looked
1: Faces of meth. I looked like slide three on Faces of Math. Oh like girls are hot. Yeah, I mean, so they get hot when they lose. Like, and that's the thing: Ugh. when you get anorexic, you get hot first because you get like scary skinny, yeah. but it's like the hot version, and then you're hot for like literally one
4: second. Right, and then you have to keep not eating because you think it'll keep you hot right
1: no it's not about being hot it, no. it just gets out, I talked about it on the show this week but it just gets out of control like you just don't know how to eat anymore and you almost associate food with like a poison so you just like can't even do it oh, um, yeah it's, it's brutal but anyway I would walk on there were like probably two times I walked on stage and my face was bleeding and I just had to blot it the whole fucking Jesus time like casually Christ. so embarrassing
4: like a dad going to his work in the morning with toilet paper on the wound <laughs> yes
1: exactly I used to do that I I remember, always remember that from like 90s sitcoms. Yeah. Do
4: you remember What About Bob? Yes, my that's where movie it's of from. all time with Dr. Leo Marvin and his wife Faye is like. And he pulls it out of his face. I but, just. Yes, yeah, that's, where, book, that's yeah. where. That's where. That's yeah, yeah, where. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, That is my favorite movie of all time. That, what about Bob? Is your favorite God movie? God damn. He, Bill Murray is genius in that. And apparently, him and Richard Dreyfus didn't get along during the filming. So, all the scenes where there was like that tension and anger was like very real. I just
1: saw. Um, th- he's so brilliant And it like upsets me How funny someone can be Ooh. Just like Bill Murray Oh yeah Just um, I saw Just a picture of him Signing someone's face Cause they were like Sign my face You know And he was signing Miley Cyrus
4: That's incredible It's just
1: like There's no funnier name For Bill Murray To even know who Miley Cyrus right. is Is funny to me And it was like years ago When maybe he shouldn't have I don't know
4: Well he Apparently on the set Of Kingpin He um, Came to set Looked at the script And goes I get it, and improvised most of the script. And on Ghostbusters, they found out that the proton pack they wore, when his was heavier, he acted more like kind of upset and sarcastic on his takes. So they intentionally made his proton pack 25 pounds heavier than everyone else. Because
1: when he's in a bad mood.
4: He's hilarious.
1: I would love to know the behind the scenes about Lost in Translation. If I ever got to know Scarlett Johansson, which I could because she's marrying Colin Jost,
4: yes. who I do know. You find out what they said at the end? I, wonder I know how many times they've been asked that.
1: Well, I've read a lot about it, and, and he—it's act, actually the, you can Google it. It's if and if it was that good, I'd remember it. Right. But I, but I know that it's inconclusive. But apparently, like there, it's out there what they mm. did say. But um, I would just ask him what it, I would ask her what it's like to work with him, and oh, like yeah. what that shooting process was like. That's I think one of my favorite movies of all time.
4: Interesting. I saw that. One time when I was in college, I was very depressed and it just made me so sad.
1: Yeah, it can do that. I think I just, I was in therapy today and my therapist goes, what are you, what are you like to, I mentioned like how if I went on vacation, I would just like read a bunch of books. I haven't read a book for a fucking ever. Mm -hmm. And she's like, what are your favorite books to read? And I'm like, I like reading about depressed women. So I'm a narcissist Like I just like
4: (laughs) The bell jars I don't even
1: I I don't even I haven't even gotten into that I'm too scared to
4: She's like the most depressed female author of all time
1: i gotta read more depressed women so if you have a depressed woman um book to recommend me there's a book that i ju- the last book i read that i really love it wasn't the last book i read because i went on a tear after that one but it was what got me started again it was it's called a year of rest and relaxation it's just about a bitch who doesn't want to she's like a modern day b- lady it's around september 11th actually which i love a, a thing set mm-hmm. what are you checking if it's still recording Yes, it good is. job Yeah Ah, thank God um, I love I love a uh, September 11th setting I love like oh. that the ni- It's like the 90s into the 2000s I was alive I can yeah. picture it But I wasn't an adult yet I want to know what adults were up to Very- When did you move to New
4: York? What? When did you move to New York?
1: Um, first time, 2010
4: Oh, wow First time for me was 2003 Not even two years after 9-11 Jesus Christ And I was from... Wilmington, Delaware, where people thought airplanes were going to get flown into our tallest building, which was like 25
1: was stories. The high
4: school? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right near my house. I was This chick, I was like making out with it. This, I actually went to her wedding this weekend. She's a dear friend of mine. But we used to like kiss and stuff. And I had such a crush on her. And 9-11, she goes, hey, my parents aren't home. You should come over. And I was like, oh my god. Is this it? Is someone going to touch a penis that's not a man? And um, <laughs> she... Uh, invited me over and I told my mom I go mom can I go to you know whatever and she goes no we had the terrorists are flying planes into buildings they might hit the Rollins building they might go into the highway you're not going and she invited another guy over and then they ended up losing their virginity to each other on 9-11 yeah 9-11 was my (laughs) (laughs)
1: 9-11 you could have gotten your first pussy on 9-11 uh-huh ever yeah Yeah. wow that's pretty late for you you're the same age as me right what are you
4: junior in high school
1: yeah. Oh, I was senior. Yeah. Cool. I'm a cool senior girl. Yeah. I do you feel cool hanging out with a senior girl, and you're just a junior.
4: I do. Yeah. <laughs> I getting invited to the senior party when you're an underclassman is like, wow. I when mean, I seniors I
1: mean seniors.
4: everything, dude. It they and it's so weird how old you think they are, and then now I look at seniors and I'm like, you're like a retarded baby. <laughs> like
1: they're just like young idiots. Yeah. I. I they're so. It, but they were
4: so old. All
1: the cliche things you think you're not going to say when
4: you get older, you end up saying.
1: Like, you're turning into your mother. Like, all of those things. And they even Dude. warn you that they're cliche and that they're going to happen. But the you still day, don't think they're
4: going to the, happen to you. The other day on the train, I was appalled at these three teenagers with a little child. And they were making her say, you ugly, you gay, you fat. And they'd give her a dollar every time she gave the finger. No way. And I got up and had to move train cars.
1: Is this real? This happened? To
4: swear to God. you were making ins- a baby like a parrot I was say ins- slurs? And I didn't say anything because they were black, and I didn't want to be, like, racist about it. But it had nothing to do with their ethnicity. It had to I- do with everything that you're training a child to do those things. Oh, that is so awful. Yeah.
5: And that's just,
1: oh, that bums me out. I, it bums me out so much when I see kids being mistreated. I know. And just like, and it happens all over the place. There
4: was a a family of Italians that we were friends with. I don't know why I keep bringing up the ethnicities, (laughs) but there was a family, they were all Italian and there was a little daughter that one of them had and they would make her say cuss words and it'd be so funny and they'd be like, say fuck, say shit. Oh, look at her. Ha 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 ha. And I remember I was in like sixth grade and I was like, this isn't right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's... because they're so innocent yeah. and and you I think you project a lot of yourself onto it cuz you're like this you just when you think about yourself trying to interpret an adult world and which is pretty much what like fucks mm. you up as a kid when you're faced to deal with adult things when you can't handle them and I think that's like a micro version of that of just seeing a kid like
4: being and and being rewarded for it right but it's also that thing of like you can do everything you can as a parent to take care of your child and to give them a nice environment and raise them how you want But the second they're exposed to the kids on the back of the bus or, like, the kids at school, at the lunch table, you're fucked. Because that kid cussing is cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to be – they're going to be the first one that, like, snaps back at someone and says, like, some funny derogatory thing. And it's like, wow, I'm going to hang out with that person. Then you get exposed to all these bad things.
1: I know. Well, that's so so small on the scale of, like, the real issue, which is, like, that kids, like – Are raising kids. No, that, that kid, the world's not going to be around much longer. I don't really think these kids have, <laughs> I think it's getting very scary. Also, maybe and. Maybe they
4: should just cuss whenever they want yeah, them. Yeah, like, just
1: let them do whatever they want. I was cussing on the phone last night in front of my nephew. He's two and a half. And I was, I said, because some of my jokes involve talking about wanting to, like, I was telling my parents my roast jokes. And some of them involve, like, me, like, I would fuck this person, but, you know. You? And, no. Get Ian, how's Nicholas. For someone who talks about fucking a lot, I sure don't fuck a lot. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I talk about eating ass a lot, and I only eat one ass.
1: But you eat that one ass that a ass.
4: lot. It's my steady form of protein.
1: It's, the, it's a part of your food pyramid. I'm
4: on the keto diet for ass. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I can't. I, have, I haven't Askins heard. diet. <laughs> dude, is this in your act? It's yeah. so funny. Do you talk about eating ass on stage like a ton?
4: Sometimes, but it's like I'm so much funnier in conversation. I'm so much better sitting around and then because you're not not as nervous. nervous. I know. I'm. I'm getting better, but I still. All
1: it is is stage time. You just need to be up there so much that you're so used to it, it's second nature.
4: Well, I gotta tell you, this thing where I went away for two nights and I've been taking off. In fucking forever, and I'm running around like doing like three, four spots a night. Like it's a lot, all over. It it is a lot, and you know I'm grateful for it. I'm like so. This is like what I've always wanted. You know,
1: Estee is one of our number one listeners, by the way. So if you if you disparage getting sets a lot. Um, it, at all on this podcast, you will not get set to the I'm comedy not. seller
4: I love it, and I'm just I kidding.
1: Esty is not listening. I don't think she knows I don't how to know how
4: to work podcast <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're I gonna ask. You. You're gonna ask me to take that <laughs> out later. I think I uh, Nikki. I think I Im- uh, I impersonated Esty in like a derogatory way. <laughs> no, you didn't. You are fine, Ian. You I are hate fine.
4: Palestine, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ian. <laughs> Uh, which Oh, I took two nights off. I went to a wedding upstate. Beautiful ceremony. I'll, I cried so much. I swear to God, I cried during the vows. I cried. What's going on with you? Uh, it was just touching. It was okay. so beautiful. My, my friend has been with, you know, now her husband for like nine years. And, to like, and it's like weird when all my friends started. All, the majority of my friends from home, they're like married to who they're married to met them like when I was like in and out of rehab and like yeah so these so people have
1: like they look at you like oh boy this yeah. guy's rolling into my yeah, wedding Yeah, like uh, Josh that, I'm letting you invite him but he, he you're on
4: high alert oh yeah I, I have a friend who flat out told me he's like dude she said like why do we even have you in my life like you're like a nightmare person Oh, like, that sucks. So it's like these people met me when I was like, yeah. whatever. And then to, it's just a weird thing to hear, like, we've been together for nine years. And then think about that. Think about where I am and where yeah, they are. It's and these beautiful. Things, like roads. Totally beautiful. So I was like. Because
1: you're so good right, right now, Ian. I'm so happy to see you right now. And how, like, um, even in the time that I've known you. And I've known you since you've been healthy and sober. Like, mm-hmm. you just, you've been through a lot. Even in the time that I've known you. And you... I don't know. You're just in a really good place and you work really hard. And like I said last night, you're, uh, you're really good about advocating for yourself. And that's why I know you're
4: going to be successful. I learned that from from you. Uh You, you really, uh, believe it or not, really did a lot for me in terms of my, uh, I've always had value, but my self esteem has been fucked up, but you really have helped me to find, uh, a high esteem for myself because of just how kind and like. You had no reason to ever be nice to me or be my friend, and you like chose to invite me into your life as wow. someone who like didn't have to, and wow. that meant a lot to me.
1: Well, that it means a lot to me to hear that from you. So thank you for that. Yeah, and yeah, like sure. I I'd say that to
4: you off air too. I'm, yeah, I'm very no. grateful for everything.
1: You I'm are. Doing. You're. You've always been so grateful. And the only re- like uh, the thing about Ian is like the second you meet him, you're just like oh my god do I get to be friends with this person and how can I get them in my life as soon as possible and have them around all the time because this is the funniest person I know like you the thing about you is you can be the funniest person I've ever yeah. known and then you can also be very real and then sometimes you can be fucking scary
4: yeah yeah
1: because you can you can you have do you have bipolar
4: yeah totally. so you
1: have you can switch and I've seen you go off your meds and you've been like a completely different person not yeah. bad but obviously you can't you could have been bad in the past with right. your your issues but you're just like so you're so special you're there's like so few people like you and s- legitimately the first time I met you on the set of Bonnie McFarlane's short film uh Anything Boys Can Do you were so funny that night I can't even can, I can't even take it you were getting bullied by Bonnie's <laughs> We were at a hotel, we were shooting a scene in a hotel where Ian's tied up to this bed and I'm going to murder him later and he's struggling and we were, uh, you know, in the other room waiting for them to set up the shot and Ian, is the first time I met Ian, he's making me laugh so hard because he's in the process of getting bullied by Bonnie's child, uh, Raina, who was probably like th- nine it's at like the time nine, yeah. and with these other kids yeah. and it was so funny, dude. Yeah.
4: And then I was pretending to be the police. And, like, I'm giving the finger to a bunch of nine-year-olds. Oh. And they're, like, insulting me. Like, I bet you like anime. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't, because I'm not a fag like you <laughs> to, like, a nine-year-old. Like, we went on a road gig. Me, Bonnie, her kid... Kate O'Connor and her kids, and we're like driving. And the first thing Raina ever said to me, she goes, "Are you a crack addict?" And I was like, "No, I'm not your father." And so, like, <laughs> her father's rich fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went back and forth right away, and she was just ripping on me. And I was like, "Bonnie, can I?" And she goes, "Just respond." I go, "Listen, Raina, do you see that little water over there? I'm gonna drown you in it if you don't <laughs> shut up." And it was like so fun. She was like, s- she's like such a mature mind for a child yeah. because her parents are her really parents are razor kittens. sharp. Yeah. They're so sharp and like for her to be raised in that environment is so cool like she's gonna be the coolest kid yeah you know and um it's funny too because bonnie like let her get all that shit out of her system like she was saying like totally derogatory racist horrible shit to me and bonnie was like well you know and now i talked to bonnie she's like yeah she's kind of over it like she doesn't really act that way anymore
1: interesting wow so maybe that baby should be trained to say all those things now
4: maybe or it should organically be allowed
1: it should find the hate at its heart that will pull those words from its mouth
4: and you need to release that hatred like a valve and let it out Mm.
1: all right well this brings us into monday's show monday i had on uh claire parker who let's get into claire after this clip last night claire was talk about a bully uh, bully Claire Parker and uh, who else was in? Ari Finling were, were, were in. Uh, you can follow Claire Parker, Claire the Scare on Instagram. Great follow. Ari Finling, another great follow. Uh, they call me Ari is his Instagram. They call me A-H-R-I.
4: What, Ian? Can I see if this is still recording? It definitely is. Now uh, she's
1: going
4: to have to edit it. Oh, it totally is. Yes, of course I'm it sure. is. I know. I'm just nervous.
1: Okay, okay. Well, that pause was Ian. Realizing
4: time, something. Claire the Scare and Ari Finley.
1: Yeah, here we go. Monday's episode. I, went, I spent a
6: summer in Paris in college and I almost killed myself. I fucking hate that city so much. People people in Paris have too much time and like they need jobs. They're Parisian. And maybe come home and go, oh, I love capitalism. I don't care if we're all in a sweatshop 100 hours a week. That is better than just sitting in a cafe enjoying your me- like morning. It is psychotic what these people yeah, have to I do. Yeah, I couldn't
3: do that for my whole life. I couldn't live my life just like taking were- a stroll. But like... Every once in a while, it feels good to take a stroll or relax because you're running so fast. Do you think it's like a defense mechanism that your body created where you're like, I got to get out of here before I get hurt or injured or something like that? I think
1: it's more like I just... Don't want to be alone with my thoughts. I don't want to ever have to sit right. and be and have to let the thoughts in that will make me depressed. So like so you're can't always moving, always moving right. away from that. That's literally I was explaining because I have to fall asleep to TV
6: and like my boyfriend doesn't care he'll sleep through it. But I was like I cannot if I go to sleep and it's silent and I'm alone with my thoughts I won't sleep. I'm like I can't. Literally last week I, my computer was dead so I had to try to fall asleep just oh natural and I the phrase your career isn't even your job popped into my head and I have not been able to
1: stop thinking it. <laughs> yeah. um, I understand that Claire, you should try to be alone with your thoughts when you're drifting off to sleep, I you should try. Nope. Have you, well, do you rotate?
6: I want to, but I'm so scared. Can I tell you? I'm too scared to even try meditating. I'm just uh, like, don't, do You're in a not strap different. Yeah. You're not
1: different than no, I, anyone else. No, I
6: know, a, but I just feel like I could fight it longer. No, <laughs> just do it. You're It'll talking make to two your life people so who go better. crazy
3: both with our thoughts. Yeah, and we I, both meditate. It's, it's great.
1: It's the best. It really is. I, and you've heard me talk about this a million times. No, and it's like, and,
6: in, it's inspired me to try. But there really is, like, in the morning, I'm like, wow, I have 10 minutes. I could just strap in right now. But I'm like, oh, what if instead I just talk, check Twitter and until I'm late for no. work. Well,
1: well, what if what if you knew that something you could do for 10 minutes would make you feel better the rest of the day? I do Why? objectively
6: know that and I believe you, yeah. but it's just like, it's almost like working out. Like, you know, when you're like, I don't want to go, th- once you're running, you don't care, but like, you're like, God, what if it sucks? <laughs> it never does. It's 10 minutes. You've, if it sucks, never it's 10 minutes. out and
1: regretted it, and I swear to God, you'll never meditate and regret it ever. No, it's just so. It's 10 minutes and it flies by, and it. Like, that I don't believe
6: because I... I've been in yoga and I've been sitting there like, how long could Yeah, be... but, that's an, but hour. that's an hour. This is 10. Minutes. Not Shavasana Yeah I mean
3: If you no, do and a I six minute you guys, yoga session I believe
6: you guys And I believe you guys And I, it's just something I will get I, One day I'll Grow up. I hope
1: you will. I mean, you're still young. I didn't discover meditation until like two years ago. So I, yeah, you have time. But it's. I wish I would have discovered it in my 20s. I would be further along in my career. Had like, and I know I'm far along. I would be further if I discovered. Okay, well, that's
6: what I needed to hear. Because I don't care about personal growth, but
1: I'm like financially.
6: Oh, we can
3: see that you don't care about personal growth. I've known you for years. There's no growth. It's
1: true. It's like it. If there's no other reason to get people meditating, you'll be better at your career. You'll make more Like everything improves. All right. When? How long have you been meditating?
3: Four years.
1: Yeah. And and when did you discover it? I mean, you are into so many things. I'm into.
3: I um, came to meditating at my therapist just recommended it, and I fought it for so long. <laughs> yeah. Like, see, just I like feel you. like you guys
6: need to like. But, Acknowledge it. There is something about it. You're like, 100%, but this is the quiet? natural.
3: This is the natural curve of somebody who meditates. You yeah. fight it, fight it, fight it until your friends are like, "Stop being an idiot." It's ten minutes, and then you do it, and you're like, "Why the fuck am, have I not been doing this for right. years?" Yeah, and I sta- I didn't start regular meditating. I started doing sensory deprivation tanks. Found <laughs> out that, and then found meditating. Like, hold after on, that.
1: wait we we've talked.
3: <laughs> I know what you're laughing at.
1: I worked with Ari in uh, Atlanta about three weeks ago. It was me, Andrew, and Ari on the road together. And Ari, like, has a lot of stories of, um, like... You have wet dreams
6: still? Yeah,
3: I was making sure you were not going to say premature ejaculation. No, <laughs> no. I have wet dreams still. You,
6: you st- it's premature ejaculation. In, that's like very pre. That's like hours before the sex. Yeah, <laughs> that's like so, I mean, that's not premature. That's just like random ejaculation.
3: Yeah, I'm still having weddies.
1: Okay, and you had one in a sensory deprivation
3: tank. I had one in a sensory, sensory deprivation the tank. Same Shut one, the same
1: one. fuck up. Because I was like, oh, I've been to a sensory deprivation tank only once in my life in St. Louis. I got a free one. From uh, a friend.
3: No, I didn't have it in the one in St. Louis.
1: Yes, you did. You no, told me no, I had it
3: the one in Flatiron.
1: Oh, okay. okay. I've been to
3: the one in St. Louis. Okay,
1: so you didn't no. come all over. Why? Because you thought it was space. the same one. I mean, it's just weird to think that someone has come in a tank that you may, even if it's been clean, you just don't want to think of <laughs> like. you yeah, You
3: had come like in your mouth, but why? Is, yours, why is it in the I? water.
1: Yeah, I don't <laughs>
3: specifically
1: not, my... not yours. <laughs> Nobody wants. It just my makes cum. me think that not only you are coming, that other men might be coming in these tanks. Too. Everyone's
3: coming in these tanks. No, oh. not
1: women, not women. These tanks are like the movie <laughs> Cocoon. You yeah. get inside like a... uh, You lay inside like a bath that has a lid, pretty much. A big bath, a big hot tub with a lid. Like yeah. a tanning booth. Yeah, yeah, like big a big tanning booth with a lid. <laughs> exactly, and it's c- completely dark and you... The water is uh has enough saline in it that you perfectly float yeah. on the surface. It's 1,000
3: pounds of salt. It's six inches of water. The water is 98.6 degrees. Your body is 98.6 degrees. The air is 98.6 degrees. So if you lay super flat and still- You
1: feel nothing. You
3: feel nothing. You can't tell the difference between your body and the water and the air. And you're literally just like a brain. Yes. God,
6: I'm having heart palpitations No, right I'm telling- really? That's
3: how I was. I'm and the, then I I know did in
6: there I'd be happy, but the idea of no, being alone with myself-
1: I wasn't happy. Well, that's because you were covering Ari's cum. Who yeah, could be? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and his cum was 99.1 degrees. So yeah. I felt it on it's my foot. It's insane
3: that we're 98.6 degrees.
1: That was Monday's show. Uh, let's talk about Claire Parker.
3: Oh, boy. We Claire.
1: saw her last We had a U-Up show at The Stand last night. The Stand in New York City. So
4: fun. So cool. Ian hosted Crush. it. Dude, I did. that was so fun. It was. And I got to tell you, again, back to that thing about going away for two days of the wedding. I think crying really helped out a lot. Crying is
1: the best. Holding
4: friends and crying, hearing a speech and admiring someone else's work to the point of tears, you know? And uh, just getting away from comedy. I put my phone away. I came back so recharged. Like Sunday night, Monday, even like last night. When I was on stage, I wasn't like, do this, do that. I just was kind of like more free flowing and having fun in the moment. Yeah, you had and to get away
1: night, and be better.
4: Yes! And last night was so fun, and they were such a good crowd. And we and had they, such like, a good crowd. to everyone. And off stage, it was fun. Yeah, that was and a really fun
1: hang. We just sat around a table, and then there were some other people there that just came to support. Like Matt Fultron was there. Yeah. And um, Karen Feehan. And, uh, oh, yeah. And so, oh, my God. So Claire, Claire, Claire Parker's boyfriend.
4: Oh, and should we talk about the love connection? Or oh, do you
1: know, yeah, let's talk about the love connection.
4: There's this guy in the back, you know. I'm like crowd working everyone, and I'm like, dude, you are hot. What? Are, who are you here with? And he's like, I'm here by myself. I was like, by yourself? What? What? What's up? And he's like. Well, I'm recently divorced and I was like, good for you, man. Is there anyone here that's single? This guy is great. Look how handsome. What do you do? And he was like, I own a doggy daycare and I like went off on like how great he is and how like what a kind soul he is and how he's had it for seven years. So he's not doing it new for divorce. Pussy he's like a good guy at heart, you know? and I swear to God, and I would check in with him and everything and be like, ladies, and uh, you know, not a creepy boy, fun. And um, at the end of the show, he was talking to a girl and they were like having so much fun. And he DM me and he goes, dude, you gotta be my wingman. I go, did you get her number? And he goes, yeah. And I was really nervous going by myself, which you always encourage people to do. Yeah. And he did, because he probably listened to you. Yeah. And he was like, you know, the show made me feel so much at ease. I needed to laugh. And this girl, and I talked. I'm just so, I haven't gotten a number since 2001.
1: Oh my God, pre 9-11. Uh-huh,
4: yep, yeah.
1: That is so cool. So did, had you, I I assumed you interacted with that girl too. But, wow. Because afterwards, they, the, the showroom hall. was shut down, and we're in all dark. in. The, they were in the dark, and Ian Ian tells us the whole story, and he's like, "Oh my god, he's so excited because he's watching this couple talk." And I put on my glasses because I couldn't see if her body language was like into it or not. Because the guy, I could, the guy was closer to me, so I could see he was having a good time. But it's not always the case, right? But then I looked, and the girl was like into him. I, I can tell that shit. Dang. You know, you can just tell when yeah. two people are getting along. Oh I my mean, god, it was just like
4: cute, you know. It was like cute, and and uh, it seemed innocent, you know, and. The fact that the guy was like, yeah, I got her number was like respectful and not like I fingered her in a cab. I you know. know? Like, God, like really sweet. That's
1: so know? cute. Yeah.
4: yeah it was Love cool. does exist. Yeah, it does.
1: Oh, That's you know? so sweet.
4: Yeah. And that's dope that you're always like, hey, go to the show by yourself because it gets more people out to shows too. that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: People have. think that it's like a w- I'm I'm not only making people go have fun on the, their own, but it's filling seats.
4: Yeah, for sure. That's like if you, if people, you'll get more money if people donate a dollar each than if like 20 people donate five.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I just, it makes for a better show if people are just free to laugh as, at, as much as they want. I know that I get intimidated or not intimidated, but um, my laugh is just so loud sometimes. I don't know that. I cackle. I cackle. And and, it, and I've seen people I don't want to be that girl That people turn around And go Jesus But I am that person And then they go like Oh and if, they, if they're comedy savvy, they're like, Nikki Glaser's in the room, and then I feel like people are almost watching me laugh, and I feel like I'm making it about me secretly, and I'm just like, ew, am I trying to laugh loud to get attention, which I'm not doing, and then I question everything, and I just don't want to watch.
4: I've thought about that before, but I also really, when something really tickles me, I love laughing. Oh
1: my god, I was doing roast jokes last night, and when you would laugh, I'd be like, keep it. Oh, like, it was yeah, so yeah, fun, yeah, it was yeah, so rewarding.
4: Was. Yeah, yeah. That was
1: so cool. Um, yeah. We have so much more to cover, but I want to get to oh, Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about Claire, Claire. bullying. I mean, Claire... She's,
4: she's a real pit bull.
1: I saw, cause, okay, so what happened was Claire got confronted, or Claire confronted the situation. There was another comic there who Claire had posted a video of and made a sarcastic comment about, you know, like, have fun going to Montreal, which is the big festival that comics so get invited to, about at, a guy at his, at audition. his, at she his re- audition.
4: She recorded his set.
1: But it was in the background. You couldn't really hear him. I will give her that. Right, yes, But But she also made fun of him and um, belittled him and made it like, oh, have fun getting this thing that it's like it's fixed and you don't deserve it.
4: Right. And it did have him playing the piano for a little bit. And she um, uh, has done that at Mike's where like she'll show someone talking and then like show her like. She thought she
1: was better than him. Yeah. And she thought she could post something about him. Turns out this guy is actually a friend of mine. He was at the show last night and just hanging out. And she, she was the one who goes, I mean, I should let her tell her own story, but she was the one that was like, Hey, um, uh, can you, uh, unblock me so I can do your podcast and promote? Like she, she asked him to unblock her. And then that opened up the conversation. We were all like, what happened between you two? And And he
4: was like visibly, he was like visibly hurt.
1: Yeah. He was hurt. And she just wouldn't actually apologize. She would go, I'm sorry. And then she would turn to me and go. But, I mean, and she you could see yeah. whether he could hear her or not, you could hear she was, like, saying something on the sidelines, like, that she wasn't really sorry. I'm like, Claire, just apologize. Yeah. But the thing is, I also like that honesty. I was talking about this on the show this week, too, about, like, if you're, if you're going to, like, not care about how people feel, just be honest about, like, yeah, I'm not sorry. Right. But don't apologize. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Be yeah. honest about it. And you're entitled to not care. If Claire doesn't care about how he feels and she stands by what she did, which it seems like she does. Uh-huh. Then don't apologize.
4: Well, not only did she stand by it, but we thought the situation had been, um, you know, rectified and everyone had seemed to have moved on, certainly to other conversations. And she left and came back to the venue and go, and another thing. Oh,
1: yeah. She was like, and by the way, um, my boyfriend thinks I'm right. And I'm like, because yeah, yeah, he yeah. wants to be. No, not just her pussy. He just wants her to be in a better, like, you right, know. Right, right, right. And yeah. also, uh, she's not wrong. Uh, no one's wrong, but I will. She needs to acknowledge that his feelings were hurt.
4: Right, and the sorrys feel sincere,
1: and stop at thinking you're better than anyone else ever. Because because just because you might think you are, don't mean that you is.
4: Well, I think anytime someone thinks they're better, it's a reflection of a feeling of insecurity within self, and I'm absolutely for things too. When I like. You know, it, it judge someone for something, or like, oh, well, this piece of shit. And it's like, well, no, I'm jealous. Like,
1: yeah, I judge someone. All this it is. I judge
4: all my own bullshit. Whatever you think about
1: someone else is something you're questioning about
4: yourself. Yeah, it's it's like, like when you're against gay marriage and you're, you know, tap dancing under a stall to blow an altar boy. you know?
1: Yes, tap <laughs> dance, <laughs> doing yeah. a soft shuffle like a in a Minneapolis airport. A
4: yeah, yeah, under yeah. an airport. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: great reference. Um. Let's do Tuesday's show. Such a good one. Do you know Heather McMahon? Do you follow her on Instagram yet? I'm, I'm a huge Heather McMahon fan. All, all I want, I just tell people all the time, follow her. She's so funny. She puts me in the best mood whenever I watch her stories. She's hilarious. She's like you. She's like a character actor. Hilarious. Ooh. Just like always funny. Heather McMahon, Anya Marina. Follow, uh, follow Heather McMahon. Heather K. McMahon. M-C-M-A-H-A-N. And then go see Anya Marina. She's touring... Um, the west coast right now go see her in uh concert
4: can i just say uh on the way to the wedding we were jamming out to some hardcore anya marina in she's the- amazing so good she is
1: so good her new ep um uh gfy the song gfy is amazing go fuck yourself and then uh, dynamite is the song that's gonna open my special it's so fucking oh, good oh, yeah. Nice. I, I can't believe I'm friends with someone whose music I love so much. Right? I'm so it's and cool comedy. Friends with like
4: musicians, people you're creative people, and like that you dig.
1: Yes, yeah. it's wild. Okay, here's Heather McMahon and Anya Marina on uh, on Tuesday show giving us advice about men. I have this new theory, and it's been checking out. I feel like people. I, I remind men they're gonna die because <laughs> I'm so awesome. I really do. All the men that date me, they know how truly great I am. What a catch I am. I'm fucking fun. I'm sexy. I'm funny. I'm funnier than any woman they will ever date the rest of their life, aside if they don't, if they date another female comic. Like, those are the only women that might be as funny as me. Um, And, and, so there's I'm I'm such a catch and when they date me they get scared cuz they're like oh I'm going to have to marry this girl if I become her boyfriend then I then I'm done then I don't get to fuck anyone you really else. You think that? I think that I think that guys That's crazy get too scared because they're like I will have to be this girl's boyfriend and then if I'm her boyfriend I'm never gonna be able to get out of this because I okay. won't want to and then I'm gonna be with her until I die and that reminds me that I'm gonna die someday so I'm just gonna leave now.
2: Okay, we need to peel back the layers of that shit show. <laughs> I that mean, you it's just really
1: <laughs> self congratulatory. Like yeah. I do think I'm pretty awesome and I think that being too awesome is a problem because it reminds. Like I think a lot of girls can get boyfriends because guys are like. Ah, this maybe won't last, but with me, I think they're like, oh shit, how will I ever get rid of, like,
5: that's just me. <laughs> right, We protecting- get, okay, we get the theory, but yeah. I want to hear how she's going to peel this back. Yeah, maybe no. you need her as a therapist in your life. Yeah, like,
2: I'm actually great. Oh, I, if yeah, I, I was not in comedy, I would be a therapist. I'm very empathetic, okay. I'm a Pisces. I want to watch yeah. this. Um, wait, 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 no, 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 that's fucking nuts. So you're already putting out this energy that's like, it's like cockroach spray, like get away, like raid. Like, like you're giving out, that's nuts that you think that.
1: I. I I just it's happened so many times where these guys where I'm like they I guess I don't get reasons for why men like don't follow through with a relationship with me. It's There's never a concrete reason. They just kind of fall off and they ghost me. And so I have to fill in the blanks. And the only blanks I can fill in because there's no indication before it except like extreme intimacy where I open up a part of them that they didn't even know existed. They get on some, they all, after dating me, they all fucking get their shit together. They all tell me later on, like no one ever made me feel so seen and so, um. Like, like my self esteem went up after dating you because I fill them up with like you're amazing, like I build them up and then okay, they then, ditch me.
2: But they're okay. That's the problem. You're putting them on a pedestal, making them feel great. Were they doing the same? Listen, I'm going to just tell you something right now. The man has got to love you more than you love him. Mm-hmm, Plain yeah. and simple. My mom taught me that, and I oh, adore I like Jeff. But, you know, they've got to kind of, it's got to be like a worship. Mm-hmm. Oh, you need to find a fan, honestly. Yeah. A fan with a, like a good Nick. No, <laughs> no, no you're, you're absolutely
1: right. You're absolutely right. Because here's the
2: thing. When, even in college, like, I didn't really get hit on. I was everybody's best friend, and guys would be like, God, Heather, you're beautiful, love those jugs. But men, it's it takes a very <laughs> specific kind of guy to be like, I'm going to allow her to take the spotlight. I'm going to allow her to be funny. Yep. You are, even though you, like, you you know, you say you're insecure about things, you're so fucking self-assured it's not even funny. and self-aware. Yeah, I've
1: got a lot of confidence.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so guess what? A lot of men cannot handle that. Yeah, and yeah. I, it's not an excuse, and I'm not just saying that to like sugarcoat shit, but truly, you got to find somebody. You need like like this way. I like Jeff because he's Italian. You need some guy who's like like what What are we doing? Like Nikki, okay, let's go. You know, yes, yeah. yes, who's I do. Who's just your love biggest that. fan? Mm-hmm. But it's like you are being fucking crazy? Shut up. Yes, yes that's what I that's want. want. I'm
1: getting I aroused. I love this theory <laughs> of they have to worship you more than you like them. Doctor
5: Rita, my first acupuncturist in San Diego, who could barely speak English told me two of the most profound things I ever heard. One was that my heartbeat sounded like a violin. (laughs) She's like, you're so sad. I'm like, how do you know? And she's like, your pulse like violin and i put it into a song i literally wrote that into a song the second thing was your pulse like violin (laughs) you did the wrong grammar too (laughs) (laughs) you're like i just need it to be authentic i just uh, i dusted it up a little bit (laughs) i shined it up um and then the second one was you've got to find a man who loves you more than you love him a little bit more that's mm-hmm. what she said. I'm I'm just imitating her.
2: I'm not Also, yeah. I, I don't understand why people go see like white acupuncturists. Like if you're gonna be racially biased about anything. It's <laughs> yeah. if I'm gonna do Chinese Speaking
5: of LA, yeah. I mean there's
2: <laughs> like I just went and got acupuncture last week and people were like you know, telling me to go to this other place. I was like, No, 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 it's a white lady. No, no, no. I wanna go to, you know, an old Chinese man. I wanna go to the source. Right. That's like it's like good being racially biased when it's like comes to yes. acupuncture. Yes. It's Eastern medicine. <laughs> You know, sorry. I had an we, acupuncturist tell me, this guy, Mr. Uh, Dr. Green, he was like, you have so much yang. He's like, no yin, all yang. And so I just, it was like,
5: male energy. I don't know.
2: Yes, yeah, I was like, yeah. am I transitioning? I was like, what's happening? <laughs> right. It was like, but so much yang."
5: We're reading this book, or we've read it 3,000 times, Getting to I Do, and she talks about yin and yang, and the male and the female energy, and that so many women now, especially in business, are in their yang all day long, because you have to be at work. Yeah. But then you have to, she always says, leave your balls at work when you go home right yeah
1: I just can't I I, I don't want a fans kind of it's gonna take a special guy they're gonna get through though but that is a good
5: new litmus to have is like they
1: need to worship me and I it needs to be a little
5: bit like how do you feel about that the uh, idea of someone worshiping you because I like uncomfortable for me okay I
1: like it I feel like I deserve it
5: Good. I mean, like, I've had
2: a gentle stalker for most of my life who's like a friend, who'll like probably come to our wedding, but like he yeah. literally will text Jeff on the regular basis like, I'm gonna marry her, just letting you know, sliding in. So like I kind of like what? I thrive with that energy a little bit. Yeah. Like as long as you're gentle and you're friendly, and like, cool. Yeah, then, stalk like, me all day on. long. <laughs> Hang straight? out in the bushes. Welcome back. It's
1: Wednesday's show coming up. Um, or you just heard Tuesdays. Yes, we're getting into Wednesdays. I'm still here with Ian Finance on my back porch in Soho. Oh, yeah. We're in my apartment. What do you think?
4: It is beyond what I thought it would be. It is so perfectly Nicky.
1: Thank it's you. Amazing. Anya yeah. designed it.
4: It's incredible. I mean, the the art, the couches, you know, the dishes for the food that you'll never cook for yourself. It's just amazing.
1: <laughs> my uh, kitchen is so amazing. It,
4: it really is a, a catastrophe that it's never going to be used. I
1: know. Such a, such a waste of a kitchen. Yeah. That's how I but, feel about my body right now, yeah, not having good. sex.
4: It, it, your body is like a beautiful kitchen. It is.
1: Know? Like, yeah. I my body looks fucking great right now. Like, great. I look good naked, and I just stare myself in the mirror, and I just go, what a fucking waste. No one can, I can't show this to anyone. I literally have no one to show it to. And I know you're like, I'll take a gander. Thanks, Ian.
4: Well, you know, uh, don't put words in my mouth, but, you know, I call your pussy words. So <laughs> I <laughs> – I was like all butthole words. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a great bond. Don't uh, don't mince words. Don't <laughs> mince words. Speaking of minced things, you're bus- no, Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, your kitchen's great. Thank
1: you. <laughs> no, it's just like oh god, Guy the stuff. is
4: perfect. Oh, guy stuff. yes. Yeah, I'm
1: just like so annoyed about uh, certain things, but also not. I'm so busy right now that I was supposed to be too busy to worry about boys. And I fit it in. Yeah.
4: I mean, I I still... Remember when you were sweating
1: some bitches, like, just a year and a half ago? Remember that one girl?
4: Dude, total nightmare scenario.
1: Dude, I can't wait to for people to say that about me with whatever I'm thinking about right now of like
4: remember when you cared about that guy? Oh, say that to you about him? Yes. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know yeah.
1: like cuz you're so far removed from the girls oh, that you completely? were talking to me about a year and a half ago?
4: Completely. Yeah. I was
1: giving you terrible advice probably.
4: I know. Well, actually, yeah, it, we were kind of pussyfooting around, me and this girl, like I thought she was into me and dude, I th- I'm pretty you're sure you're pu- putting your foot in her pussy. <laughs> I was putting my foot fu- I was wearing her like a snowshoe. <laughs> And I I thought apparently the last conversation we had before she left New York City, she must have been blackout because she made a lot of proclamations that didn't really make sense in her behavior after that. And uh, mm, she had I been hate like, that. drinking all night and everything. And I'm like, I truly trust you. And she's like, yeah, I'll see you. You're so great. Oh,
1: I've you done know? that before with guys.
4: Jesus Christ. So I'm under this impression that, wow, when she comes back to New York, things are really going to be perfect. You know, I was in jail one night and the thought of her helped me get through it. Like, that's how much I, like, was fucking When into, were you in jail? Uh, like, January, February last year. For I
1: hopped, what? I
4: hopped a turnstile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I stayed the night in jail.
1: Oh my god, Ian. Oh bad. no.
4: Yeah. Uh it was quite decent. So experience.
1: you were thinking about her in there, like when I get out.
4: Oh yeah yeah. 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 It'll this will be a great story to tell her and she'll Ew. she'll she'll console me and now we'll have it you know when you're like into someone and you plan things to talk about?
1: Mm, yeah, I, I can relate yeah. to that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I the, I do other crazy things, but not that one.
4: Well, she, you know, uh, it totally did. I I was like, man, I got to make a move because we're talking on the phone for like an hour and a half. And it was very much like, oh my God, New York's going to be so great. I can't wait to do shows and everything and to see you. That's going to be fun. And I'd be like, she said she wants to see me. I you know? know, and it's like just so, cool. so Nikki goes, you have to tell her you want to fuck her. Just say, hey, I want to fuck you. And I'm like, yeah. Nikki's right.
3: Honestly, though,
1: it, it it if it if she would be into you, that's what she wants to
4: hear. Well, if maybe she was, if she was into me, she wasn't anymore because she, there was a. Chance. Because the, it we was we ambiguous like whether hour. whether or not you liked but, her. But we hung out for twenty four hours, and uh, whether or not I liked her, I was writing her postcards like, "Here's a mix I made you for Valentine's." I know, right? man. I was so stupid to tell yeah. you that. Maybe, dude. Was. Well, we hung out for twenty four hours, and. At the end of the night, instead of saying goodbye, she just walked into her hotel, and I followed her. And we go to her room, and instead of, like, grabbing her and making out, I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And then we sat next to each other on the bed, watching, like, YouTube videos, like, shoulder-touching and stuff. And I was like, okay. And then um, I was like, how about I give you a massage? And I just, like, over-the-clothing massaged her, and she was like, let's go to bed, but uh, no funny stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, she must have feelings for me that are deeper than sex. Oh my God. That's what I thought. I know. And so then when I was like, I really want to fuck you.
1: Well, that's why it was unclear because you were such a pussy about like trying- I know I was a pussy. That's why I gave that advice. It yeah. checks out.
4: Well, I fucking was at a, a bus stop, a Greyhound in New Hampshire and I'm like, I really want to fuck you. And she's like, wow, that's a lot. And I was like a lot to handle because of your love, but it was not that. And then drunk one night, she was like, not talking about me, but talking about me. She's like, this guy one time- told me he wanted to fuck me, like, that's all I am, and I hate men that do that, and I was like, yeah, guys are really the worst.
1: Uh, You know what? I was just projecting. I just want guys to want to fuck me, so I was probably telling you to tell her what I want to hear.
4: I know. Well, also in hindsight, you know, I hung out with her, and she used my bathroom, and it really, like... She didn't poop, she peed, and it really smelled like, and she would brag about, like, I don't shower, and da-da-da, and I was like, oh, I'd love to eat her out. But then I kind of smelled the aftermath of just her unfurrowing her pussy, and I was like, this smells, you know, like the secret of the ooze.
1: I don't know what that is, but, like, (laughs) to girls, yeah. I mean, listen, sometimes you're having a bad day.
4: I'm Uh, into a chick, I'm into that.
1: I know, yeah. a
4: mile, and then find a seat.
1: Run a mile and find a seat. That brings us in to Wednesday's show. Wednesday was Carmen Lynch, Lisa Curry, and Andrew Collin. We read a letter from you. You can write into the show. Just DM the show you up if you have any comments, concerns, criticism. Don't criticize. But here we go. Here's Carmen Lynch, Lisa Curry, Andrew Collin. Wednesday show. This is a nice one. Uh, <laughs> Dear you up. This is a perfect example of um, not just a compliment, but like uh, an actual uh, thing to write in. The other day, you said something to the, to the effect of, a guy can't go wrong ignoring a girl in getting her to like him, which I stand by. I, I feel like if you ignore us, we will like you. It, it, just, it just works that way. I've always said, when you're having a text conversation with a guy, if the guy does not always be the one to not write back don't let you be the last one to text and you will retain the power in the relationship this guy goes on to say I've heard women say this before but 10 minutes later they'll talk about how they love when a man comes right out and pursues them aggressively matter of fact you might have said this 10 minutes later I'm wondering how you reconcile these two things and is it more any more complicated than quote when the guy is attractive whatever he does is the right move love the show Todd well, Todd, yes, I'm a hypocrite. Uh, I don't know how <laughs> I don't know what to say about this, except that yeah, some when a guy comes here's what I'll say. when a guy comes after you hard, at first, it's disgusting and I'm just like, get away from me. you're annoying. Why do you like me so much? I'm unlikable. I and that's usually from a place of low self-esteem. and then when then you get worn down and you're like, And hopefully you end up liking yourself and you're like, oh, I should like this guy that actually likes me. And then you can begin to like him. However, all of these guys that have done that to me and worn me down when I first was disgusted by them and then worn me down, something shifted at some point and then they go on to ignore me and I like them so much more. So it's both for me as well. Like, it's both. It's both. I don't know what to tell you. It's games It's games, and it's fun
7: and if a guy likes you too much too soon, it feels desperate and it feels like calm down. I don't know. There's something like there's nowhere to go from there. Do you know what I mean? That's a good point. There has to be kind of like this like growth. I feel like the common denominator with both things is confidence. Like if a guy approaches you and is like, hey, I want you, but also... If you don't, don't want me back, you. then I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you know, it's like it. that in between. Or like if somebody, it's not just the not texting back right away, but it's like if you, when you, when you do then text back, if you can't be like, hey, sorry, I was just washing my dishes or whatever. like that's text messaging. Don't apologize for being mm-hmm. absent for thirty minutes or yes. whatever it is, you know.
1: The, the the not text it just i don't know why it just works it just works when a guy i i think it's both you come on strong you have confidence you know what you want and you're willing to you know if you respect yourself enough like you said to be like i like you but if you don't like me that's fine but um i think you're you know come on strong um and then fucking play it cool and don't good night good night good night like hard it like just Good night. Mm. Just say, just don't add more things, because when you add more things, we're just like he's over. He's overdoing it, and it just becomes unattractive. Mm-hmm. And women, I'd say the same thing. Try your best to be to not be the last person to
8: text. And when you're not, and if he hasn't texted back in a couple hours, don't like build a story. Like I feel like, oh, he hates me. Like you're constantly thinking about it when the guy's not even. Yeah. Doesn't even know the time has gone.
1: Yeah, that's the problem. Here is a fucked up, <laughs> thing. but that's just a woman. Yeah. No. Well, stop being women.
8: Yeah, <laughs> you trying. know, just are you kidding me? I would love to stop being a woman.
7: This is <laughs> fucked up to admit, but I feel like I couldn't to in order to be able to get to that point to start doing that with guys, like not be the last to text or whatever. You practice on your friends. Yes, <laughs> which is not like I'm. I'm not trying to have a power move over my friends, but if you're in that habit it's much easier to do it and not overthink it. And you it.
1: don't need to I yeah, we think we're always it, it comes from a place of people pleasing too. Like I don't want him to think he's I that he's mad at or I don't want him to think that I'm mad at him or that I don't like him. I want him to know I like him. Like it's okay to not text back all the time. Like it's it's okay to not like everything and heart everything. It's good to give that little edge mm-hmm. of with your, it's yeah. uh, with your friends too. It's yeah. you're so right. Like some friends like can't stop texting and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I, yeah. chill the fuck just out. Just please leave me
7: alone. Please. And I, I have to like look, it's so compulsive to be like, okay, bye, well bye, see you later, talk to you later. And you're, it just goes on and on and you're not adding anything. It's like, this, it was a p- complete conversation. Hard because there's all like, like no, yeah, yeah we're all, all available. Time.
8: That's the yeah. yeah. hard thing. I'm not. Because it's like, oh, you didn't pick <laughs> back for two I'm not hours? I'm here right now. Yeah.
7: <laughs> and then you Can't always talk. have to
1: have the excuse of, oh, my, it got buried, or I got it when I was busy, and then oh, really? I couldn't get back to it, which is true. A lot yeah. of times, Like I'll be in a meeting or something, and I see it, and then on top of it, five more texts show up, and then I never get back to it. It happens all the time, but I shouldn't have to explain no. that. We should all just have We should all be okay with not getting A text Mm -hmm. back right away.
7: Also, guys don't think the way we do. So, you know, if we're like, God, I should write him back. He's not even worried about it. Not at all. But no, but sometimes
8: like I'll write something and if I if I don't get a response back or if you see guys will look at the think dots and not get Mm -hmm. something and be like, oh, she doesn't want to fuck me or she doesn't like me like Mm -hmm. that. That happens with men. Yeah, for sure. Like or if you write someone on a dating app and Mm -hmm. like the conversation's flowing and then it just just Mm -hmm. dies you're like well what the fuck did I do wrong like Mm -hmm. guys question what they do wrong and and think about it
1: and we're back that was Wednesday's show Ian and I are still here I got a big night ahead of me I got uh six sets dude god damn I'm going can I walk you can I walk you through it it. okay
4: man that fucking this will
1: help me I gotta run these fucking jokes boy okay uh seven o'clock village underground then I'm gonna Uh, head up to the stand, 8.45. That's a great window. Then right after I get off stage at 8.45, going to hang out, stuff my face with some veggies, going to head over to Gotham for 9.45. Then things really pick up. Then I got to make it to Village Underground again, 10.15. Then I'm
4: hosting that one. Yes,
1: dude. Ian's going to bring me up, 10.15. Then uh, I get off stage, and I go around the corner to McDougal, I'll probably uh, plow down a salad in between these two. Eleven oh five, got a seller uh, set. Then go back up to the stand, close my night out with an eleven thirty. Hell yeah! I'm Perfect. really proud of myself for that schedule. That's
4: great. What are you going to do to celebrate at the end of the night?
1: Um, I'll be at the stand. Hopefully, there'll be someone there that I, the guy that I want to make out with, and mm. I get to celebrate that way.
4: That'll be a great way to spend the night.
1: But you know what I think it's going to end up being is I get a cab. Protein bars in bed. Mm, yeah, actually, that will be waiting for me when I get home. It'll probably be slamming um, whatever food I have in my purse, like the mm-hmm. snacks I brought for my night, like uh, on the way home in the cab. Um, texting with Anya about what did or did not happen that night, mm-hmm. if she's still awake on the West Coast, and then going to bed listening to ASMR and actually feeling pretty fucking good.
4: Wow. I, You know, I can't do ASMR, but you know what's been helping me fall asleep? I count down backwards from 35. And I got really fucking excited when I lose track of the numbers and I'd be like 20 and uh, with 35,
1: Jesus uh, Christ, but, I'll, I'll, but that doesn't seem like it'll give you enough. You go into the negatives pretty I'll quickly.
4: Do, no, no, no. I'll do it with my breathing and I'll go like 35, 34, 33, 32. And then I thought you count
1: back from three. No, you just count, count back. Count back 35. Oh, usually it's some kind of math thing that's a little bit hard to figure out. Like you, well, you skip. I do it with three. my
4: breathing, and then I try to concentrate on that. And then once I start to go like 23, 28, 27, yes, yes. 22, that's when I'm like, oh, I'm getting fucked up with sleep. Yeah, it feels coming. so good. Like, you know, when you get surgery, I love the feeling when they go, count down from 10, when they give you that little yes, drink. Yes. And you're like, doc, I'll fucking make it. And then you're out by I eight. I You wake it. up. Holy I love
1: surrendering Because that's what happens with me With ASMR I'll be listening to these like bitches Like eat or cook Or um, flip through a magazine And just talk about their day And I'll just like Or I'll put on up I've put listen to um, How Stuff Works Or uh, how, how What is the name of that No hold on I want to give them a proper shout out I listen to
4: Dude that fucking uh, I listen to I want to get surgery So I can feel fucked up
1: Oh, dude, I got um, I talked about it on the show this week. I got a laser facial The yeah. stuff. You should know is the podcast. I listen to that. Those guys have really calming voices. Great. And you uh, learn something as you fall asleep. You just pick a subject. They've been doing the podcast for like a million, like literally for like uh, over a decade. So they oh, and they just have cover every subject you would ever want to know about. And so you just pick one out and like hit it and, and go to sleep and drift off. Um, what, what were you just saying?
4: I want to get surgery so I can feel fucked
1: oh, up. Oh, yeah. When I got a laser facial, it was so painful that they um, gave me laughing gas, and I was token yes. on that shit, and I got yes. so drunk. Yes, it was like Hell I was yeah. like part I was like dancing. I was like Carl put on some music because was there to like help me for emotional support I was like, I'm drunk right now. I want to hold on. We were just talking about
4: this Yeah, yeah with the kombucha. I, I see I feel bad someone where you accidentally know. get drunk is what we're talking about is like yeah. Whereas when you
1: are uh, someone who doesn't drink anymore and then somehow you Accidentally take a sip of something and you're like, okay I'm just gonna feel it and enjoy it because but I can't have any more
4: Well, that happened to me at the wedding. I, t- I took a sip of what I thought oh. was my seltzer was vodka and I spit it out and then Good job. I had to, like, smoke and, like, get the taste out of my mouth. I'd eat some ass. And then I, um, <laughs> I got rid of it. But I, that's how I used to relapse is I would go around and, quote, unquote, accidentally take sips of drinks and go, well, it's in my mouth now, so I have to swallow. And then I go, oh, I made a mistake out loud to, like, be, like, rectify it. Like, I would, like, uh, put mouthwash in my mouth in the bathroom then walk to my bedroom and go, well, I can't spit it out. I'm away from the sink. And then I'd oh. swallow Wow,
1: it you were just full that, of like, lies to yourself.
4: Oh yeah Just the millions of lies I told myself I
1: don't think I really ever lied To myself that much I think I, I I chose not to see it But I wouldn't like actively That's like an active lie to yourself
4: Oh for sure Without a doubt
1: Denial I feel like Is different than actively lying
4: It ain't just a river in Egypt
1: No it's it. It's yeah.
4: living inside of me It's yeah.
1: <laughs> So deep So yeah. deep uh, But yeah that's That is like a That's a slippery slope there Yeah I don't know. I, I feel like if I, I can embrace those moments when I, I accidentally get fucked up and just go like...
4: Well, like you like lie to yourself when you're trying to quit drinking. Like, well, I won't drink before five. And then something happens at like noon and you're like, well, I'll just do it this one day.
1: Yeah, that's so with working I out I
4: won't for do me. it two days in a row.
1: Yeah, I sometimes will just t- miss... I go, I never want to miss two days of working out. It's just like as a thing. I just... If, if It's like breaking a streak for me. Like right. I just like put a lot of... Self-importance on that Right And um, This oh. week I broke I've broken it so much This month Nothing yeah, happened guys like so busy. Nothing happened yeah.
4: Well I Speaking of working out I'm joining a gym New York Sports Club mm-hmm. And I went the other day And the fucking Lady who tried to get me To join the sneaky Russian She kept pushing me, and she was like, so do you want to sign paperwork? Why not you sign? I was like, well, I want to talk to some friends. They belong to different gyms, look at different prices. She goes, what price? What gym? You tell me. And I go, Crunch, Planet Fitness. She goes, Crunch, they overcharge. Planet Fitness, they have nothing. What you say now? And I was like, I... I, Wow, she's good. I I feel a little uncomfortable that you're pressing me, so I'd like to think about it. And she goes, why you think about it? What are you going to do? Are you going to leave and then not want to join gym? You're not telling me exactly what you want to do. Wow, she... I don't have Gleb'd to. You. You. I don't have to tell you anything. Yeah. I. This is uncomfortable. You're pushing me. Whoa. And I want to get up and leave. That's what I'm telling you right now. And she goes, "Well, what about the two free day pass?" And I go, "Okay, I'll take that." <laughs> and I didn't go for the two days. She called me today and goes, "Okay, so I would like to give you twenty dollars off your monthly fee, and then I give you only one dollar sign up fees if you come in today." And I was like, "Alexandra, you sneaky Russian fuck, you got it." <laughs> good so job. You- in the gym. Yes. I've been addicted to discounts lately.
1: That's a great one, dude. Congratulations. I I was just saying how I just can't ever get discounts. I feel bad asking for them. I feel like I'm always doing someone a favor. It's really hard for me to get a discount. My girlfriend hates it.
4: She hates. But I'm like cheap and weird. Like, I did a casino gig and we had two free uh, vouchers for um, uh, a buffet. And we used one voucher the night before. So I was like, okay. We're just going to sh- get one plate and we'll share it. And she sat down and was like, you're embarrassing me to not do this. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, so I need yeah. to work on being cheap when I'm alone.
1: No, I've, I've had friends that are good at like scamming places. And I'm like, I don't want in on your fucking scam, dude. Yeah. I Just let me go about this. Honestly, I'd like to overpay. Yeah. Cause you are getting, there's some places where you're getting fucking screwed. Like I, yeah. I, I canceled an appointment. I was going to get my lips done yesterday and I was like, I don't need to get a fucking face thing done yeah, right yeah, now. I'm yeah. so stressed out. So I canceled it and I told my assistant, tell them that I'll accept the cancellation fee. Like I felt so bad. I'm right, like, right. why did I offer
4: yeah. to yeah. pay a fee when
1: yeah. there isn't even one included? You didn't have to. So then I asked um, my assistant, I was like, I said my assistant because I don't want to say her name. She doesn't want me to say her name. So that's why I say that. But so I don't want people to be like, oh, Glazer keeps saying my assistant. Um, She. uh, uh, She. So I asked her, I was like, oh, is there. I'm trying to like stand up. I was like, what was the fee? Because usually I don't even check. And she's like, one hundred dollars. And she goes, she called to ask them. And then when she called to ask what the fee is, they were like, we'll see if we can get it waived. Then they got it waived. I was like, I just saved $100 by asking one question.
4: Yes, that's all you have to do is literally stand up for yourself just a modest amount. Motto of this episode, stand up for yourself a modest amount. I mean, I learned that from you about like saying, hey, I I deserve this and I think I'm valuable for this. I can preach it, boy, but I can't. But, you know, I hate the excuse of like, like I, I love her to death, some someone in my life goes well. You know, I'm a woman, and I was conditioned to feel this way. I go, okay, I I can accept that and empathize. But what do we do now that we recognize it? Can we work towards moving past that and you know taking yeah. up for yourself? Because I know how strong people in my life are, and I want them to stand up for themselves and be strong. But I feel like sometimes. When I say that, I sound like a jerk off by being like, well, get over it.
1: You well, know, it. no, you're right. I really hate that answer of like, just be like, accept what you have. Acceptance. You know, that's really a struggle for a lot of girls. I remember my mom being like, just be happy with what God gave you. Cause I was just so upset about how ugly I was. I was just yeah. like, how could this be? This isn't mm-hmm. fair. And she's like, well, stop moping about it. Like, what are you going to do? There's nothing to do. You, if you don't like the way you look. And I feel that way about, um, where was I going with this? I feel that way about like things now is like just accept acceptance is hard, mm-hmm. totally. and I think when wait what what was the thing that you said? I'm your girlfriend said
4: about like why I've been conditioned and socialized. Yes, okay. So uh,
1: non- lately, I've been so upset about being a woman. I'm just like I think it's a raw deal. I don't think it's as good as being a man. I'm resentful of it and I'm filled with anger about it because I'm like I have to do all this extra shit mm-hmm. that men don't have to do, and and yes, it's optional for me to do, but I also have to. I feel like it's a trap I can't get out of mm-hmm. that men have put me in mm-hmm. essentially. And so I'm angry and part of it's like, well, it's just the way it is. You're not going to change things in this yeah. time. Stop bitching about it. It's not going to change overnight. It's mm-hmm. so just accept the way it is. Mm-hmm. And so I think I have to like, I met, but I'm, I'm in a, I'm in the, um, going through the stages of grief about being a woman.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and so I, I relate to your girlfriend.
4: Yeah, totally. And, and I feel bad at, but see my thing as like, and I guess I've been conditioned as a man to be the problem solver, the solution finder, the guy that fixes it, the guy that makes it better, the protector, the one that makes it so that you don't hurt. So my thing is like, okay, this is what it is. Let's find a way to fix it. Yeah. I got to make it better for you. I don't want you to hurt in this world. What can I do? And then when I'm like, well, why don't you try this and this? I'm coming from a place of like, well, I want to make it fucking yeah, better. Yeah, I get it. I fucking love you. And But it comes off as like... You're not understanding, or you're not hearing me. So I really am trying to be like, Do you want me to listen, or do you don't want me to try to solve?
1: That's good. That's a great uh, little it's nugget. Really
4: fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to
1: listen, or do you want me to help you solve? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Yeah. Um, because yeah, there's. Oftentimes you don't know what you want, and that's really, where you get lot into some sticky hands. Like
4: to squawk. You know.
1: Squawk! Squawk!
5: Yeah.
4: yeah. You like to squawk, squawk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 hard when there's no one to squawk at, Ian. I ain't been squawking for a while at anyone. I know. Squawking at myself in the mirror.
4: I know. And and that's a shame, but you know, everyone complains about the wage gap, but we got to think about the squawk gap. <laughs> <laughs> we're putting up the squawk.
1: Calling women squawks is <laughs> sounds
4: crazy. so funny. Yeah, you little squawkers. Squawkers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a squite, a white squawker. <laughs> Is that, what, isn't that from Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones, Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Game Thank God. I don't watch it. All right, let's get into Thursday's show. We're almost done here. I think this is... Th- yeah. yeah. Thursday's show so fun. Ian was there. Yes. Anya was there. Yes. Francesca Ramsey yes. was, was there. Yes. Ugh, this was a well-reviewed show. My fave, possibly, of the week, if I had to don't pick one. I think I said that, that already you on did, Thursday, so you I are. will... It doesn't mean the others weren't great, but this is my fave. Enjoy it.
0: Like, I'm a blonde now, and I've been a blonde for a smooth four months, (laughs) and it's a game changer. (laughs) Like, it's just, I don't know. I really was like, oh, blondes do have more fun. Like, dudes are talking to me on the street and shit. Like, it's wild. And I realize, like, oh, I'm seeing myself differently as a blonde. Other people are seeing me differently as a blonde. This is really fun. Um, So if you're thinking about cutting all your hair off, You should totally do it.
5: Oh God. I'm scared my head shape isn't good, but I wanna do it. Everyone always says that though, your head shape. Your head, Nikki, is so good. I was staring at it the other day in a (laughs) pony, and I was like, she (laughs) has the skull, like you want a big back skull, you Uh need a large, like mm. if your skull was I have a, I have a ass, big head. I really when the do the world it.
0: ends. I hope that you're the skull that's discovered. Yes. Oh,
1: thank you so <laughs> much for you that. Because you
0: farewell for our oh civilization. Oh my god, they just <laughs>
1: discovered some skull somewhere that like links to pe- like to like Australopithecus to something and so that could be me linking. Oh. Well, I'll just That's the-
0: a $7 word that I am not familiar yeah. with, oh, but yeah. I salute She's you well, girl. Thank you. I think I took some <laughs> I
1: don't know
5: something. what that meant. But okay. <laughs> she took some Australopithecus before the show.
1: <laughs> Isn't it kind of Sad though that our like we're not shifting anymore as humans. Like whatever. Like it's this is the end. Like, oh, you it's, mean like our bodies aren't evolving? Like you know, like we've uh, we've evolved from like l- like lesser ma- Like mm. our skulls, you can trace through. Th- mil- I guess I don't know how long humans have been around or like After a version the aliens of humans
5: fucked us. Then. But we're
1: done. <laughs> we're cooked. This is it. Well, we don't have appendices anymore.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. And like tons, like some people don't have yeah, tonsils. some people are born without, is that true?
5: Oh, yeah. is that an evolution- evolving.
4: Teens are growing horns in their head. <laughs> like, oh, so. my
1: gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're done. I think this is the this is it. And I can't wait for head. them to
4: find your skull and they will be like, oh, this Homo erectus, G- <laughs> oh, What is it? No, homo erectus, Homo sapien. This, yeah. <laughs> this fucking Homo.
5: <laughs> you know erectus. She,
4: she loved giving blowjobs, but also did not like giving blowjobs. <laughs> you like can find
5: all of that
0: from her head. She's like uh-huh. dense
1: in the back of my yeah. <laughs> skull. <laughs> oh, God, that makes me so sad. Like, they, they discovered the, you know, Lucy, the, 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 um, I forget, I think she was Australopithecus, but they found this, uh, the fuck is Australopithecus? it's a type of human that was, uh, it's a lesser human. It's, oh. it's in, the, uh, Excuse in this, guys, do you know any of this stuff? <laughs> Does anyone know? I uh, do. Lucy, Lucy was Australopithecus, Right. Oh, so Southern this was like one Ape. of the first ones. Yeah, that was like found. found in the Olduvai Gorge, I believe, in Southern Africa. And they named yeah. her ass Lucy. You couldn't even Lucy. give her a black
0: name. They Come named on,
1: now. <laughs> that is some bullshit. No,
4: but they just discovered L-O-S-S-I-E. No,
1: <laughs> she died from <laughs> she died from um, falling out of a tree, which I'm just like, oh, that's that's. I hope when they discover me, they can't figure out how I die. Oh no, like, they're just, gonna just so embarrassing it out. that she was just like, ooh, ooh. Like, she's like the connection we have to our ancestors, and she fell out of a fucking tree. Like, fucking Humpty, she Humpty, died. Humpty. Yeah, like,
5: That's cool. She was having fun. Yeah, yeah maybe. or hiding from a or jaguar, or getting raped because that's how
1: they had sex back then. <laughs> raped
4: how do you in think tree? you
5: will die? Um, on topic. Cool topic. Um, I
1: think it, you know what I think about this in the end Talking on a dick. <laughs> choking on a dick. I mean in, yes, that's Her the end of it. getting I, electrocuted. I by honestly your think I vibrator. will die <laughs> choking on volcanic ash in the super volcano that will erupt at any moment. Just like you will. I wanna be with you. And just you. like you guys will. Nope. I think we're all gonna go at the same time. Nope. What? What are you? How, how are you gonna go?
4: Smoking will build up build up my lung tolerance. Oh,
1: so you're gonna be like <laughs> it's
4: uh-huh. just
1: gonna be like being in this like a, an airplane in the yeah, 70s yeah, yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. You'll
4: Everyone be will be dying from all the smoke inhalation. I'll be like, I'm used to it. <laughs> and then I will be the new Lucy.
5: <laughs> uh, I want to look like talk. one. What? He looks like a Lucy. You
4: my too? dog's name is Lucy. I have Lucy tattooed to my foot. Wow.
1: wow. That's mm-hmm. a great way to remember your dog's name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. That was the show this week. Thank you so much for listening. I have to go run and do one of my fir- my first of eight sets. I got to jump in the shower. Ian Fidance, thank you for being here. You can follow him on Instagram at iAnimal and listen to his podcast, Sex, Ian, the City.
4: Yeah, this is so fun. Thank you for having me. I had a bless. I love you. Bye. I
1: love you. Squirt, squirt, and jackpot.
4: This has been a Comedy Central podcast.